Hi guys and welcome to another episode of In Her Purpose Show, a platform where we feature game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I am your host, Mafe Yunon Velasco, and this show is close to my heart because I'm able to learn and grow with two amazing women that I call sisters, and I am so inspired with what, what they do. Um, of course, they are the founders and also authors of In Her Purpose book and company. So honored to introduce to you all, first and foremost, Jen Redondo Marquez, who is a game changer herself, working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle and Filipino-Americans in Silicon Valley tech. And of course, Rose Boado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women entrepreneurs, inspirational speaker, and manager of the Philharmonic. Hello, Jen and Rose. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hello. Um, congrats again to you, Jen and Rose. For another champion week, I think, right? <laughs> um, and of course, you know, I'm so excited to uh, in introduce our special guest because not only am I a foodie, um, I really look up and respect chefs in general because I tried to pursue being a chef, but obviously it was a male dominant world. But, you know, for the women who become um, chefs, I, I'm very inspired, So, most especially today. Um, so be, before we really get into the nitty gritty of the chef world, let's introduce the amazing guest today. We have Chef Charlene, who is a culinary creative and a, a canapreneur and the first Filipino-American woman to win Food Network's Chopped, a reality TV gem, also competed on the cooking channel, Farmer's Market Flip, and more recently, Food Network Supermarket Stakeout. Advocating the legalization of cannabis and striving to build her business, you can also find her running operations at the, the People's Dispensary in Portland, Oregon. With both worlds colliding, just you just might get a mouth-watering elevator experience. I am already. So without further ado, guys, you know, you can... Uh, Book Chef Charlene also for private bookings, one-on-one -on -one cooking sessions, and more. So let's welcome her and get to know her even more. Hello, Chef Charlene Kaabai. Yeah. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? It's been a minute. <laughs> it has. It has. Mm -hmm. We are so lucky and happy to have you, and we're looking forward to catching up with you and also introducing you to our our new fans and and folks that are watching us so yeah so i had a couple of questions to start it's kind of like five in one really yeah. um, <laughs> it, I, I wanted to start with um you telling us a little bit about your background and how you decided to start cooking and also mm -hmm. how you were able to meld both of your passions of food and cannabis and then what's your favorite thing to cook? And then how do you decide what to infuse with flowers? <laughs> okay. Well, um, <laughs> a little bit about me. You know, um, you know, I didn't discover I wanted to be a chef per se. Um, I just know that growing up, you know, in our culture, the Filipino culture, like um, food has always been um, a staple <laughs> as well as the rice is a staple but food is like that's part of our, our upbringing you know 
Um, so my family, like we're from, I was born in Jersey in the early nineties, we moved to California mm-hmm. and um, I left a good amount of family in the East coast and went to California and we kind of had to build our own um, extended family. And I just noticed there was a lack of Filipino, um, Filipino food um, and Filipinos um, up until I got to know like what, you know, I was still young, so I didn't really understand, you know, um, the concept of community, you know, as a team, but um, food was still that number one. Like my mom always cooked, my sister always cooked um, as far back as my grandmother. I remember my grandmother, you know, took care of um, my family uh, when I was younger. Um, And then um, even at my teen years, like growing growing up in the Bay Area, um, I, you know, I got, um, my household was uh, the house to kick it when I got (laughs) friends and all that. So we would come over um, or the other way around. Like I would go to their house and I would find myself rummaging through their pantry. Cause you know, when you're young and you're teenagers, you want to eat or you want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, So I was the one that would take spam rice and eggs and we'd mash up spam rice or something like that. Um, (laughs) I didn't think anything of it, you know? Um, And then as I, you know, finished high school to college. Um, I went to DeVry University. I wanted to go up the corporate ladder in IT. Um, you know, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in com- computer information system. So I thought that was it. You know, mm-hmm. I make my parents proud. I graduated college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on my way to a successful you know, successful um, lifestyle as they, mm-hmm. you know, they expected. Um, but the industry, when I, when I graduated, it, the dot-com, um, it crashed. So as a early graduate, um, it was tough for me to find a job. Yep. And I constantly got laid off. And every time mm-hmm. I got laid off, I, you know, I, I was, I partied a lot. A lot of my friends were were promoters, and you know I would go to the parties, and I always wanted to bring food. Like for some reason, <laughs> I, I would be the one to the you know order the pizza, or you know there's there's always some kind of food. You know when you're when you got drinks and you're partying, like it was food is always a thing. Um, and as they produce these parties, they they always ask me like, well, you're here all the time. What do you want to do? Um, so from that, um, I started pop-ups. I would bring Filipino food in the scene. And I I was the, you know, there wasn't that many Filipinos in my group of friends, um, Mm -hmm. in the Bay Area. Um, I shouldn't say that because I growing up like in high school, I had a slew of Filipino friends. Um, but like when it, when I moved, moved out, you know, after high school and went out to college, um, I was pretty much like the black sheep of the group. Like no one knew what Filipino food was or what was the, you know, the, in their mind, they're like, well, what's adobo? What's lumpians? So that blew my mind. <laughs> um, so I had to blow their mind and roll lumpia in the club. <laughs> yes. You know, um, and that's real. Like, I, I want to be at that club. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be at the club where there's food. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so it kind of built from there. And then it, I was known as the one that would, you know, I remember I, I had folks be like, you're the one that saved my life. I was so <laughs> drunk or whatever. I had your food and it saved my life. Sorry, you know? Um, and it really, I built a, a quite a good fan base from that. And it's, and it wasn't even the Filipino community at first that really encouraged me to open a restaurant, mm. um, which is awesome. Cause that's when I knew I was like, well, people got to start somewhere, you know? And um, I, as, as I, you know, to go back on me getting laid off on my IT jobs, I would use my unemployment to slowly build um, my pop-up or I imagined like, um, like building my restaurant, you know, but yeah. it started off with just how am I going to make this more efficient? So every time I cooked in the club, I made it more efficient, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it got to a point where I was just finally asked to like, we should just open a restaurant. And I say we, because I had friends that really supported me. So I had a business partner who was also my best friend. And, um, and I just, you know, I, I kind of took that jump, that leap of faith, and um, went the route of opening my first restaurant in 2013, Kain Bigan. And whoo, that's that's a whole like that was my firstborn, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's a whole journey in itself. Um, and um, but it was a good run. It was definitely a good run, um, and. You know, just to, to speak on like why Filipino food, um, uh, you know, I, I again, I just saw the lack of Filipino food in the community. Like I know in certain areas of the Bay Area, like is very um, oversaturated, like Daly City or the South Bay, like you can find Filipino food, you know, there. Um, and Oakland just only had a few handfuls, like, there's a, there's two that I could actually mention, and um, um, there's Cafe Gabriella, and the owner's Penny, who's still running right now, and they're doing, you know, I um, I looked up to them, you know, even before I had a restaurant, and I would even go in their their cafe and ask them like, how did you get there? How did you get to that point? You know, mm -hmm. and I also remember um, um, Chef um, Jr. Uh, the Filipino vegan uh, food and no worries. And oh, right. yeah, they had their brick and mortar downtown Oakland. And that was very inspiring too, because it takes a lot, you know, just for doing pop-ups alone. Um, it was, it was still a struggle, but I wanted it. I felt I was very passionate about it. I was very passionate about, you know, feeding people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how it started from, from there. Um, and then it's just, you know, after opening my first restaurant, it just took off. Um, I was very business minded. Um, I was very inspired to, um, building community through my business. Um, and, um, it's, yeah. And, uh, and still now to where I'm at is, is, is pretty dope. <laughs> um, no, sorry. What is um, what is your favorite thing to cook? What is my favorite thing? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question because 
<laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a, a list full of things, but if it was number one, I'm a meat person. <laughs> I love meat. Um, I, I love cooking steaks. Um, but let's say if steak is not in the picture, like I love cooking stews, your traditional Filipino foods, like um, what comes to mind is afritada. Uh, my grandma, that my grandma always cooked that, and that was my favorite thing, like the sauce, the potatoes, the chicken, and you know, mashing the the potatoes with the rice and the sauce. It was, I mean, I could have it right now. <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other question I had for you is. Yeah. How do you decide what you infuse with flowers? Like I've never had um, a meal infused with mm -hmm. with flowers. I, I've yeah. had edibles and I've had it alone, but never with food. So, mm -hmm. well, it varies because it depends on my. Well, I, for me, it depends on my mood, or it depends yeah. on who's eating it and what do they want to feel. You know, because um, that's important. You know, folks want to medicate, but you know you eat like something that's medicated then you just go to sleep. So um, <laughs> definitely it's like you wanna, I usually, I'm, I'm a sativa fan if, I'm, if I wanna do things, right? Um, I've, I, I mean, yeah, when, I, when it comes to infusing things, um, I more so go for the sativa side or more hybrid. Like indicas are good, but that's those are my anxious days when I just can't sleep or pain days where mm -hmm. I put me out, you know. <laughs> is that how is that how you started? Like, what made you drive to, to combine yeah food with mm -hmm. cannabis? And and to those that are just watching, yeah, just hearing about this, tell us the story about how you got started with cannabis and, mm -hmm. and what it's doing right now for the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, and before before caveat to everyone outside of California and and Oregon, it's legal where we live. Okay, so, it's legal. <laughs> yeah, it's legal where we live. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> great question because I love talking about it. Um, I mean, in all truth, I've always been an advocate of cannabis since my teen years, recreational, you know, like first time I smoked was in my teens, you know, like 15 or 16. Um, but from there, you know, I was I was a little bit reckless young, you know, but then as I got more mature and um, and like understand the function of what cannabis can do healing wise, um, I it, I learned that it, it's a it's a medicine, you know, it's a medicine of uh, in, in so many things, you know, um, but how it got tied with me and food like so. This is a little thing that I have. I don't tell everybody, but the world <laughs> is gonna have to know. <laughs> so, um, are we hearing when, it first? <laughs> yeah. So when I opened up Kain Begun, you know, I was I was still an advocate. Like, um, you know, running a business was hard. Mm -hmm. I was in the illicit market. Like, you know, I had friends that trimmed. I had friends that grow or grew. And during the time, like, you know, I would get um, shake or trim. And from that, I would make pre-rolls and, you know, I needed a way to pay my bills. So, you know, I was out there also um, selling pre-rolls or I was selling just to survive. You know, that's what paid my rent, you know, mm -hmm. living, especially in a, in a city, you know, like downtown Oakland. Like I need to I need to I need to pay my bills, you know, <laughs> um, but, 
you know, learning like different ways how folks can extract it. Like I know it's popular, a popular thing how folks will will make weed butter and then they cook with it. And it, it, and but I felt like there was more to it. Like there's other ways, like, cause the industry was evolving. Um, and I just kind of learned on my own, you know, YouTube, you can learn so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, to kind of fast forward on that, I learned to extract um, cannabis um, in different ways, like extracting it in, in, in a cooking, cooking with butter. Um, and I learned to actually extract it even more where I was able to extract it to get a higher THC content. And I did that in the restaurant, to be honest. <laughs> During slower, you know, or after the hour, you know, locked doors. Okay, we're gonna, now it's a lab, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you have to utilize your resource, though. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. And um, I just remember those days, like in the back of the kitchen, just infusing pounds of butter, pounds of canola oil, um, <laughs> and um, I just learned um, when extracting. I learned how to dose properly. Mm -hmm. And there was such a big stigma, and there still is a stigma, especially in the Filipino culture of, of cannabis or speaking of cannabis or speaking of weed or marijuana, you know? Mm -hmm. It's still like, oh my God, you know, my parents are like, are you selling enough drugs again? You know? <laughs> I haven't asked you all for money, have I? You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just real, you know? Like, it's kind of... It, it's, I mean, that's a whole nother topic about like being sustainable in that business, you know, whether yes. in the illicit market or legally, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but from that, you know, I love to cook, you know, I found passion in cooking. And when I learned how to properly dose things and I was able to provide edibles and cooking my food um, to folks that can actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, again, like you talk to people about edibles, a lot of them are like very still skeptical about it. They're like, oh my God, no. But if you have the right dose, I mean, that's it. You'll be good, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of like the start of how edibles and cooking and um, tied into all that, which is like perfect. That's exactly all my passions in one. <laughs> we yeah. cooking. There you go. <laughs> and what a lot of people don't understand right now is that uh, cannabis is does help a lot of people that need mm -hmm. that have health issues right now. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a big um, it's it's a big deal. Like I, it's, yeah. it's a great resource for people to help with their healing and to make them feel better and to make them stop you know with the pain that they're going through right now. So, mm -hmm. so very good. I'm so happy that you were able to combine everything for your passion and now you're like you're happier than what you were doing as it right like <laughs> or yeah. how you were corporate yeah. you know i'm really good so like i've gone through a couple of ventures to really fine tune what my purpose is right um mm -hmm. so yeah it you know following that traditional filipino um my filipino parent suggestion right you finish college <laughs> You go up the corporate ladder, you know, yeah. it's true. Um, uh, yeah. 
And just to be honest, like my parents didn't support me when I wanted to open the restaurant, you know? Of course not. Um, so from that, and then telling them that I'm about to sell cannabis, <laughs> that's a whole nother therapy. You know? <laughs> so before, um, were you on Chopped, the show before the restaurant? Um, so Chopped was when I, it, it was um, when I had Kain Vegan. Okay. It was like my, it was a, my last year, no, my third, yeah, it was my third year in Kain Vegan. Um, and um, I had either a friend apply and I didn't even know it. And then I, <laughs> I get a call saying, you know, I, uh, we want you to be on our show. And then I was like, well, what show? And they're like, Chopped. And I'm like, oh. And I, I didn't think that I was, um, I didn't feel confident that I was fit for it because I felt that Chopped was very prestigious, you know, like I watched it, you know, like that was my show that I, I watched often where all I heard was um, the type of chefs that were on it, you know, they worked at um, Michelin star restaurants or mm -hmm. award winning, or they went to school, you know, they graduated culinary and all that. And I kind of just came off the street selling Lincoln club and I decided to open a small computer, you know? <laughs> um, look at you, you won it. You won. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing too, so. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, it's a whole, um, I mean, just to have that mindset of, of how I was before I was on the show is like, mm -hmm. and then, to go through that process of waiting and like really um, like mentally preparing myself and physically, you know, like during the time I remember uh, before I was on CHOP um, at the restaurant it was tough. Like it was very tough mentally and physically. Like I, I, I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back to the restaurant because <laughs> mm -hmm. it was just um, like any startup, anybody that wants to hop into a business is tough. Mm -hmm. And I sacrificed so much to a point where I was already exhausted. I was already on empty mm -hmm. and to get a call from food network saying, we want you on our show. You know, I had, I had a lot of mixed feelings about it. You know, um, I was very insecure. Um, I wasn't as confident. Um, but luckily I have a, a very supportive group of friends and family and um, I kind of trained for it like the last few weeks before. Mm -hmm. um, I remember they gave me a date and they're like, when I first got the call and they said, yeah, we want you on the show. We're going to do the intro next month. And I was like, cool. Then after that, they didn't, they said, we don't know when you're going to be on the show. So we'll let you know uh, when it comes up. So one month passed, two two months passed. It was the third month. It was like November. Then they were like, okay, the show's going to be next month. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> it's happening. You know, um, the anticipation waiting. And then, yeah. you know, like, I, I, how do you train for something like that, you know? Yeah, because it on top that's the show where they give you these ingredients and then you have to make something like out of nowhere, right? Yeah, you get four ingredients, you don't know, it's a basket, and then you just kind of go. <laughs> oh my God. And it's, it's themed, wow. um, it was a New Year's theme. 
um, which is awesome because now I'm like tied, you know, every time New Year's comes up, like I have something to really be really proud of and be proud of, you know, for our community and, um, you know, putting Filipino, um, our culture, like on TV, you know, it's, it's huge. It is. It is. It's very huge. Mm -hmm. It's a awesome. big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then it happened. So I'm like, and then everything else changed after that. Like that mindset after winning was like, it's go. Like, you know, gave me the confidence of like creating things that I want to create and be able to put it out there. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, living in fear is, is, a, is a give. It's going to always be there, but it's like, jump. That's the funnest part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's the best. That's the, that's the best part. Mm -hmm. So tell me, so tell us, um, yeah. with COVID and this pandemic happening, you know, which, which happened in March, what have you been doing these past few months? Uh, you know, a lot of people are pivoting or a lot of people are just resting. A lot of people mm -hmm. are doing, you know, are um, finding time to be with their family and stuff like that. So what are you doing? During this Ooh, yeah, it's been quite a year. Um, you know, I came here to Portland because we we acquired a dispensary here, you know, from from opening up the restaurants um, to a retail shop to a private collective. And then again, we were kind of in the illicit market. Um, um, it was still legal, but it's like a co-op or it's like a mm -hmm. cooperative. Yeah, something along those lines, but it was legal. Um, mm -hmm. And we just wanted to be in the legal market. So Portland came up. Um, so I came here to Portland and, um, you know, I was running since I know um, how to run like an operation. Similar, I, I looked at like running, I look at running a dispensary almost like a cafe, mm -hmm. like a restaurant, but no washing dishes or you know, um, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, um, and we're still servicing the community, so it's all fit, it ties in together. Mm -hmm. So my skill set transferred over, right? Mm -hmm. um, which made which made me even more powerful in my position as the you know a co-founder for this dispensary. Um, so I've been here for like a little less than a year, um, and you know. Um, but then I, I, was, I was traveling up and down the coast the past two years. So mm -hmm. um, this has been an ongoing project. Then this year, COVID hits, you know. Um, we were just getting out of the tough winter season. Um, and I don't know, if, if y'all are in retail, like you'd understand that during the holidays, um, business is up before the holidays. But yeah. then after, it's like nobody wants to spend any money. Nobody, you know, like... I mean, I, in solidarity to all businesses out there right now, like, ooh, it's, it's tough, um, especially after a slow season, you know? And then coming into a new year thinking, or the beginning of the year when, when usually February and March is when business starts to pick up and you're like, cool, all right, let's get into spring. Let's get the next two quarters ready for the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just speaking on the business side, it's like, okay, cool. like it was a rough spot and then you think that, okay, we got the next season to go up, but it became even rougher. COVID hits, we hit the, you know, the news is saying restaurants are closed, bars are closed, pretty much everything is closed. Thankfully, cannabis businesses, dispensaries were essential. Um, 
as well as you know groceries and the medical field and all that. Um, so I haven't stopped yet. Um, it's I'm, I, I I've had a couple of moments this year of a couple of breakdowns of like oh my god <laughs> you know. Um, so even though we didn't shut down, um, we had to pivot or like I had to pivot for the store as far as like the physical mm-hmm. uh, of the store, like seeing the changes of what um, grocery stores are doing now, you know, mm-hmm. they have the shield, they have, you know, they're wiping everything down. So COVID hits and, you know, I have, I had a small staff, half of them were immunocompromised. So my number one oh. thing is how are we going to keep all of us safe? But at the all, also like also keeping the business open, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like hearing all these businesses closing, but how are we going to stay open and still provide? Cause, cause people's mental and physical are, are all over the place. It's wild, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the main, the main thing that like, you know, with COVID was the safety, like, you know, I did. I, you know, as I see people shelter in place, like I'm literally sheltering in place in the dispensary. <laughs> I can't complain, but <laughs> but you know, yeah. um, y'all should be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be there. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, again, just the safety, um, and that's still like number one for me is just our safety because again, mm-hmm. like. We're constantly serving people um, and just protecting the staff and making sure that we're all good and, and, and following proper protocol because we are handling what I consider as medicine. You know, people are consuming that. Um, and um, it's just been quite a ride, you know, till yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And they said it was only going to be like two weeks. <laughs> and yeah. that was right. the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm and, yeah, the crazy thing is, like, today's the second highest number of cases in the United States. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm still holding on. I'm going to hold on. And, like, Same here. I mean, the reality of it, like, people think, like, it's going to end at the end of the year or whatever. I'm like, no, like, I mean, look at the economy, you know. I mean, you know, we, we got to face this, this reality that it's another economical depression, you know. Yeah. And, um... You know, thankful we got virtual, yes. virtual ways of outlook, yes. <laughs> connection, um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's. I mean, I've been telling like my staff, I've been telling like friends, family, whatever. Like, you know, it's everyone speaking in fear, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, we can't be afraid all the time, but we have to also just self care. You know, like keep keep. What are we going to do to mentally keep ourselves sustainable? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, to survive this and get through this, you know, like the Great Depression, they got through it. Yeah. You know, so I, I believe we could get through this too. Yeah. So, um, what do you believe is your purpose? Well, I think we know what your purpose is. You, you said the three things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does living in your purpose look like for you? And what are the mm-hmm. wisdom you can give to people who want to? live in their purpose like you word um i'm finding that i'm very of a service person like i've always been giving i've always um been providing to community and and creating that um and i'm like hey you know <laughs> um, but i 
I feel like my purpose is to continue to empower people, empower community. I want to continue to inspire the community, our community, you know. Um, and I feel that, um, yeah, we just need to keep keep pushing each other. I mean, what you all are doing, you know, what we're you know we're connecting in this way. I mean, globally, look at this. We got Philippines in the house. We got you know California, and like I'm up here in another part of the United States, and it's like. I feel like our purpose is to just continue to keep building what each of our purposes are, you know? Um, and I still want to keep cooking for people because I feel cooking heals. I want to keep providing medicine to people because that heals, you know? Um, I want to be able to, again, like, you know, put smiles on people's faces with my little memes or whatever. Oh my God, those kill me. <laughs> I mean, I... You know, I got to yeah. <laughs> Those kill me. Like I, every time, like you're on there, I'm like, Charlie. I know I'm off the hook. Yeah, but I'm not always high. Just so you know, I've always been that way. That's good. That's so good. I'm and and to find laughter and to find fun within this time, and, and yeah, it's needed, right? Absolutely. Like I mean, it's just a time to just. Healing in all ways that we can, you know, whatever that looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is there anything you want to share with us as far as like what projects you're working on? How can we find you? How can we get involved? Right. How can we support you? Um, well, right now, you know, I'm in Portland. Um, if anyone is in Oregon, you know, you can find me at the People's Dispensary running operations there. Um, I'm still working. I'm, I'm planning to come back home to California in the Bay Area. Um, I am working on a few um, other projects. You know, my goal, I, I, I'm working. I, I really want to put my line of edibles out there, um, but I don't want to give too much detail yet. Um, and um, I still have some food projects I still want to do. But again, like my my current purpose is at the people's dispensary. Mm -hmm. And as we, you know, go, um, we're expanding in different areas nationally. Um, you know, I kind of, it, it's a little bit hard to, to follow or keep track of me. But, you know, you can find me on Instagram. Okay. You know, if you want to, you know, look at food or, you know, just get <laughs> a few laughs. laughs you want to laugh definitely um, okay i am available for any questions when it comes to cannabis or like you know folks that are in pain and that are using um um synthetic drugs to heal when you could use something that's more organic like mm -hmm. i'm not a doctor but you know i i'd love i'd love to share ideas of of in that way whether mm -hmm. it's medicine or even entrepreneurship you know, um, I'm an open book, you know, like I share my recipes, um, recipes in life. Um, and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And just so everybody knows, uh, she is, her title of her uh, chapter is called Be Hungry. Chapter 26. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta do the in her purpose dance, you know. Yeah. Amazing. I'm a dom. I'm now. Yes. <laughs> YouTube influencers do. Did you know that your quote inspired Rose to create a shirt? She oh, designed. Yeah. 
Yeah, she designed a shirt with your quote on it with like a Sunday on there. Oh, yeah, beautiful. And I believe your quote is if you want that Sunday, eat, get it. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm gonna get yeah. that. And so I made a shirt for you. Um, but I, we haven't launched it yet, but we'll we'll launch it soon and then we'll oh, have to send beautiful. you one. Heck yeah. <laughs> I am curious though. This is not one of the questions that we had on the list. Oh, you're good. But I wanted to, I'm curious, like- I don't follow script all the time. Okay. <laughs> what does your Filipino mom and, and dad say about like you being in the industry and, you know, being you know, a, a drug dealer? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, my, my parents are just as sarcastic as I am. Mm -hmm. So I really wish that I, I had a, my own reality show that recorded because it's hilarious. You know, I get a call, you know, all the time, you know, I get my dad like saying like, oh, are you selling your, your drugs there? You know, <laughs> you selling that marijuana? <laughs> It's a very um, lucrative business. <laughs> and, you know, I, I like to cross, you know, I, I try to make it as real as possible, but in a joking, like joking, but yet serious, you know, like my mom will be like, oh, what you doing? And I'm like, I'm delivering weed right now, mom. I got to make money. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, she, instead of her saying like, you be careful or, you know, like you better stop that. Okay, you 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 go, man. You go take care of your business. <laughs> so we are proud of you. You did follow the. You know how, how parents. Mm -hmm. You are a nurse, medical field in a way. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm to be a nurse. I'm gonna be honest. Like I gotta record that conversation where my mom's yes. like. You go to school to be a nurse, and then you could sell your weed. Okay, and that's. <laughs> you know, like, you're healing, you know, like that, that combo. I get it, but you know, she understands how business is hard, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay. Okay. I'll take that as a as a thought. Yeah. They've been supportive, you know. Um, yeah. And I know they're proud. Um, you know, and they they give that tough love. You know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. But yeah, uh, they've. You know, when, past 40, you know, um, they still will treat you as a kid. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but again, ultimately, they have unconditional love. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Filipino families, right, guys? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Earlier, you saw the In Her Purpose book. Chef Charlene held it up, and so did Rose. So oh, if you want a copy, we are giving away, right, today, mm -hmm. Jen? We are. We are giving a book mm -hmm. away. And you can read up about Chef Charlene and also the other 39 amazing women that are in the book who are sharing their stories on how they become or continue uh, what, they, what they're doing to inspire others. And just like with Chef Charlene, making people laugh is her, her number one thing. And it is very timely right now. So I do suggest you follow her. I, I'm going to watch her her chopped um, you know, show. And I, if, you, if you guys haven't seen it yet, go ahead and watch that too and learn more about her journey. Um, Jen, would you like to do the honors on our giveaway today? Oh, Chef Charlene, what is your trivia question for the yes. North Americans? Who will win a, a copy of In Her Purpose book? Mm -hmm. 
It kind of it froze like thirty well, seconds. Oh, I wanted to ask you what is what is your trivia question for Ooh. the North Americans? Oh, the North. Okay, I'm curious though, like how many people are out there watching? Like, I don't we have about twenty eyes or okay. twenty five eyes on Kumu, and I think we have about five or ten people on Facebook. But then again, people can repost this, so we could possibly have a winner. If not today, okay. then uh, you know we'll keep resharing it. But yes, go ahead. Um, trivia okay. question, and you can make a multiple choice so that people, if in case people don't really know the answer, you mm. give them a chance. To win. <laughs> um, this is in regards to um, me being on shop. What was the Any? what was oh, the first um, Filipino dish I cooked? Mm. Okay, guys, what is the first Filipino dish cooked by Chef Charlene on Chopped? Mm. All right, so type in your answers and good luck. <laughs> good luck to y'all. Bonus. Multiple choice or no? Uh, <laughs> bonus I, I could do that. <laughs> bonus <laughs> if you get exact of the exact ingredients in there, but you know, mm. I'll be happy that you can name the Filipino dish that I made. You want a multiple choice or no? No. Just okay, no. Mike baked by Annalou said torta. Uh-oh. I mean, yes. Ooh, okay, well, if that's the first answer, that's one of them. Oh, okay, so that's oh. not it. Close, close. Yes, that, that is it. Oh, crab torta. Yep, who the Anna Anna Lisa or Anna Lou baked by Anna Lou. Okay, yep. <laughs> Is she the winner? Yeah, well, the, the torta was the winner because that's one of them. But uh, then there's two. There's two. There's two. She said lying. Yeah, yeah. It was either the torta, the torta, or the lying. I, I will go for. Okay, it's still Anna Lou. So okay, <laughs> we have a winner. Anna Lou, baked um, <laughs> by Anna Lou. Baked by Anna Lou. Baked by Anna Lou. Okay, so local baker in Portland. Hmm. Local so, baker in Portland is the winner. Oh, she makes Spanish bread. If that's the Anna Lou, that's that that answered. Oh yeah, it is her. Okay, <laughs> awesome. But um, part of the winning also, please follow Jen Rose and Chef Charlene on Kumu and um, make sure that you also reach out to um, Jen or Rose for your address. Yes. Sure. Congratulations, Annalou. Yeah. Chef so Charlene, please invite everyone on where they can find you and perhaps you have some um, events upcoming or workshops. Um, go ahead and your shout outs to your amazing parents who's probably tuned in also. <laughs> Thank you so much too. Um, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, I mean, shout out to everybody that's, you know, that's here. Um, I want to thank y'all for, you know, inviting me, uh, Jen and Rose for, um, again, creating the In Her Purpose book. Like that's, that gave me so much light this year, you know, during these tough times. And I, again, like, I'm gonna continue to push like, um, that we all need to just keep uplifting each other. You know, you never know where everyone's at and 
you know, like with this tough year, we're all going through something. And I think any type of inspiration people need right now. Yeah. So shout out to everyone that's, you know, we in this together. <laughs> so where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Chef Charlene, okay. or on Facebook, also at Chef Charlene or Charlene Kaabai. And then how about People's Dispensary? The People's Dispensary in Portland, um, four miles from the airport. If you Google it, easy find. Um, we're on the Green Mile. Um, we're actually at the top of the Green Mile, which has like a bunch of dispensaries every thousand feet. But come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you catch me back when I get back to California again. I'm going to be running around. Um, uh, we got some projects out there. So um, let us know. You can teach me how to cook torta because I almost yeah. burned, I almost burned down my my condo. Oh, you know how you bur you have to put the eggplant on the stove, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it started yeah. smoking, and like the the um the smoke detector went off, oh, and I was like, man. "Oh my god, gonna go That was the last time I ever tried to make that. I was like, "Never again!" I almost burned down my building. Something that like my dad would say, you know, I was I would tell him I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go fishing." He's like, "Oh, where the fish market?" So <laughs> you might have to just go to like Seafood City or something. <laughs> but I am more than open to teach you how to cook it without burning anything. That should be a show because that is so hard to do. Like it looks so easy when my mom is making it. I thought, mm -hmm. oh cool, that's all I gotta do. Just put it on the- That's on a, the good that that's a good idea. That's a good idea. a whole other thing. You are going to launch your show soon where you teach, you know, everyday people like us. Yeah. Well, of course, I, I did my I course. I might need some help with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's talk about it. But anyways, yeah. we do appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us. Any last words or maybe um, words of wisdom, ladies, for Chef Charlene? No, just Charlene, whenever you have your project, please reach mm -hmm. out to us. So we, we are always here to support you no matter what it is that you need. So anytime, yeah. Heck text yeah. us, call us, email us, DM us, whatever you need. We're here. We'll put you on the show. Careful, sure open all those doors. I'm ready. Yes, we <laughs> are about so ready. Yeah. We're so, so ready. Wait for us, Chef Charlene, offline, and we'll, we'll have a more chat with you. But ladies, Amazing. Thank you, Chef Charlene. And right. we'll talk to you again soon in, in her purpose. Wow, ladies, that was an amazing guest that we had. I'm I was yes. actually fangirling a little bit because you know, <laughs> I really are, you know, I love cooking shows, like I told you guys earlier. And um I did want to become a chef and, and I'm still dreaming of that boutique hotel. So one day I'll have that dream. But for you both, congratulations. Um, you know, another inspiring woman that you have showcased and featured. So yeah. perhaps again, invite everyone where they can purchase or have a copy of In Her Purpose, apart from our giveaways every Friday night in California, in the States, and um, Saturday in lunchtime in Manila. Go ahead. Yeah, so our book can be found on Amazon.com and also on Barnes and Noble. Dot com and soon it'll be on Apple Books. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So everyone around the world will soon have access. 
if you have app well you have to have an iPad or an iPhone or some kind of Mac device which I'm pretty sure you have at least one in your house <laughs> <laughs> and Rose maybe you can invite everybody to the purpose uh, check-in the checkup the workshops that you have yes yeah. yeah, so if anybody you know if you ever just need that little push or that little motivation or maybe some type of inspiration on to get to the goal that you're trying to reach, reach out to us at, at hello at inherpurpose.com. And we are here because we are always holding uh, sessions. We get to talk with you one-on-one. -on -one. We get to actually find out what it is that you want to do. And we put out the whole game plan on how to get there. And if you don't even know what you want to do, but you know you want to do something, just give us a call or email us and we're, we're here for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, ladies, thank you very much for this episode and everyone tuned in on Kumu and on Facebook. Watch out for the next episode next week for another amazing woman that we will feature. So thank you, ladies. Good night to you. Thank you. Okay. She left. Oh. <laughs> she she was so know. funny. She probably didn't know to hang out in the thing. Hold on. Let me let me try to message her on Kumo. Is she still on there? Let me see. Is she? Oh, wait. Let me just message her on Instagram. You can come back on. That was funny. That was too funny. She needs her own show, for real. She does need to make her own YouTube channel with her cooking. <laughs>